Welcome to the Script Bits Podcast for Saturday, 22nd October, 2022. Our bit today comes from Psalm 146, verse 5, and that says, Happy is he that hath the God of Jacob for his help, whose hope is in the Lord his God. All right, friends, it's another colorful, sunshiny autumn morn in my area. All thanks and praise be to our great and merciful God. Yes, I'm surely thankful for being able to see this lazy Saturday morning unfold. And wherever you are, whatever the weather or your personal situation, if you open your eyes this lazy Saturday morning, then I'd strongly advise you to also give much thanks for that heavenly blessing because there are many others who did not get that awesome opportunity of seeing a new day. Please remember these immortal and very wise words of the psalmist from way back when. He says, enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his name. For the Lord is good, his mercy is everlasting, and his truth endureth to all generations. Wow! And we know that comes from Psalm 100, verses 4 to 5. So, with that wise and wonderful scripture under our belts, let's see what, our, what quotes our friend Anselm sent us this past week, as he aspires to inspire us for a better tomorrow. Now, this first quote tells an awesome truth. It says, we generate fears while we sit. We overcome them by action. And I know that many of us can identify with that because it's when we are not productively engaged that we get into the most trouble and feel the most fearful. As the old saying goes, the devil finds work for idle hands to do. And it's quite true. For when you are inactive, your mind wanders to all sorts of unlikely places and scenarios, many induced by the enemy's suggestions and deceptions, and thus you are more susceptible to fear and anxiety. But when we are busy doing stuff, especially God's will for our lives, there's little or no time for fear to intrude into our hearts, bodies, and souls. Glory be, my people. Then there's this interesting quote that says, what you get by achieving your goals is not as important as what you become by achieving your goals. And I believe there's much truth in that. For in achieving one's goals, provided they are worthwhile in God's eyes, then your personal growth is also enhanced in ways you cannot see or even imagine. But that's exactly what the Lord desires of us, what he has planned from day one for each of his creations. That's growth and maturity in his fold, steadily moving forward to a likeness or uncanny resemblance to his son, Jesus Christ. As Paul writes in Romans, for whom he did foreknow, he also did predestinate 
to be conformed to the image of his son, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. And that comes from Romans 8, 29. Yes, friends, from the very beginning, God planned to make every Christian increasingly more like Christ, moving them along life's path from glory to glory. And we can find that in Ephesians 3.18. So, technically speaking, whenever we achieve goals, be they bad or good, we grow either in godliness or evil. But God's avowed purpose is for all to grow in likeness to his son. And I guess Satan also wants those under his control to grow in evil doing like him. And it all segues quite nicely into this next quote. Yes, the second quote is like unto the first that says, Dreams don't have to be just dreams. You can make it a reality if you just keep pushing and keep trying. Then eventually you'll reach your goal. And if that takes a few years, then that's great. But if it takes 20, 10 or 20 then that's part of the process. <laughs> no, that's what we are talking about. Dreams become goals and goals become reality, but not necessarily in a short time. For early on, there are usually mistakes and failures, but through persistence and strong belief in God and one's goal, you can eventually succeed. And if you look around our world at the many stunning inventions and amenities we enjoy today, they all began with a dream, which was then turned into a goal and then worked hard and long at to achieve. From the dream to the reality, it's all a process and it's more often long than short, but it's the same with all becoming like Christ. It doesn't happen overnight or easily, but it's a lifelong process with plenty of ups and downs. However, there is a marvelous reward of salvation and eternal life at the end. And this next quote amplifies it all. It says, the moral of my story is the sun always comes out after the storm. Being optimistic and surrounding yourself with positive, loving people is for me. That's living life on the sunny side of the street. Now, isn't that what we're all seeking and searching for? To be surrounded by positive, loving people who will help us live on the sunny side of the street. Unfortunately, though, that's one of the most difficult things to do in this current evil, ungodly world because Satan's appeal is so widespread that people can no longer be trusted to have your back. We're becoming increasingly greedy and selfish, behaving like ungodly crabs in a barrel, all struggling to reach the top without regard to the welfare of those around us. So we must be optimistic, for that's what Christ, our leader, teaches. But we must also be very careful in these treacherous times of whom we let into our private sanctuaries. And yes, after a storm, there's usually the sun shining brightly. But please note that there are more storms in the forecast because storms 
are simply a natural part of life. We just have to be prepared, be as prepared as we can be, and trust our Lord and Savior to lead and guide us through them successfully, since we don't have the power to do so on our own. And that's why the good book warns us in Psalm 147, sorry, Psalm 146, put not your trust in princes, nor in the son of man, that's a human being, in whom there is no help, there is no salvation. Happy is he that had the God of Jacob for his help, whose hope is in the Lord is God. Now, that says it all, friends. Mankind can't help us with salvation, and his trustworthiness in earthly matters also leaves a lot to be desired. Only Jehovah God can be trusted to help us fix our lives in a worthwhile manner. And that brings us to this last and very interesting quote, which says, when you have seen beyond yourself, then you may find peace of mind is waiting there. And my fellow believers, the only time and place you can truly see beyond yourself is when you see yourself through the eyes of our gracious and merciful God. When you are convinced that salvation is yours, that you have been reconciled to the Father, that you have become a child of God, made righteous through belief and faith in His Son, Jesus Christ, with total surrender to His awesome will for our lives. Now, that is the pinnacle God wants us all to desire, wants us all to reach for with perseverance and trust and eventually achieve. So please, please, let's keep reaching forward for a said pinnacle now because it's where the Prince of Peace dwells and only when we get there will we ever find true peace. Much love. And the postscript for today says, Peace I leave with you. My peace I give unto you. Not as the world giveth, give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. And we know that comes from John 14, 27. Yes, friends, those most stirring and encouraging words from the Prince, Prince of Peace. Let's listen to them and put them in our hearts and write them in our hearts today so that we can get out there and feel comfortable in this world. Walk with Jesus like we're supposed to and live for him like we're supposed to and show the light that it shines in us through, shines through us from him so that others can come to love him like we do. And we pray that in his mighty name. Amen. Please have a blessed Saturday, my people. Much love.